Hey everyone, welcome back to the Whatever It Means to You podcast. Very excited about our guest today. Uh, the one and only Casey Collins is in here. Uh, a champion of many different things, uh, but mainly the main thing coming up right now is Seafood Festival. And I'm not going to say much more about it because we talked at length about it. She also does a lot of other things that we'll get into on the podcast. Shane, how are you, man? Uh, we're feeling summer, man. How are you? I mean, yeah. It, 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 it's hot. Mm-hmm. There's people. There's traffic. Yeah. I'm glad I get a little break in here. It's nice. It's cool. A little cold, a little chilly in here. I like it. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a good, it's a good feeling in the studio. Man. Oh, yeah. I like it, it. But then we walk outside. <laughs> and we're back in reality. Mm-hmm. Been riding my bike a bunch lately, man. Um, I saw you the other day. Yeah, yeah. You need to get you need to get you one, man. It's fun. I've got my own little. Oh, yeah, I want one. I've got my own little path now that kind of takes me, you know, back mm-hmm. in the kind of area of old Destin where we mm-hmm. live in and off Indian Trail. I like that bike that you. I like that little like hybrid thing you got. I like yeah, that. it's the way to do it. Yeah, it's the way to ride. You lose you lose speed. So if like one of your friends is riding a road bike, you're gonna be a little mm-hmm. bit behind him no matter how far. Yeah, you, like, dude, this town you can't ride. We do. Yeah, used you don't to ride road, road bikes, bike. and yeah. that was that was the dumbest, most dangerous mm-hmm. thing ever. Riding little fixies and single speeds around this stupid area. Yeah. You hit one little patch of sand or a little rock patch. You're, you're well, yeah, I've got that suspension on the front of the hybrid, yeah. so I, I yeah. get a little bit of suspension on there, and it's I can I can ride around, and I, you can still go at a pretty decent speed. I ride at like 14, 15 miles an hour. So. That's what you need around here. So, oh, I made a <clears throat> I made a, a a friend date, so to speak, to go ride a one wheeler on Thursday. What is that? Do the, you know what the one wheeler is? No. It's a. Uh, uh, it's it's one wheel, and it's a on each side. No, no, no. You stand on it. It's it's a wheel that you stand on on each side. Oh, yeah. And I'm okay. pretty afraid I'm gonna die. I'm pretty sure yeah. I might die. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Cool. So so Sweet. yeah. One of my buddies was like, "Hey, I got some one wheelers. Come ride them with me." And I'm like, "I don't want to do that." So I figured <laughs> it would just die. And then he called me again the other day, and he's like, "Let's ride these one wheelers sometime this week." And I tried to get out of it. I was like, "I think I might die." Like, oh, she's, be fine. she's like riding a bike. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sure. But you know, I broke a rib like eight months ago or like eight weeks ago riding a bike. I don't so. think you're not going to be that aggressive <laughs> on this thing. No way. Yeah. No way. But I'm still frightened. My, my, my homeboy Posey messed himself up pretty bad. On one on of those one things? Wheel. Yeah. Yeah. He said that if he wasn't wearing a helmet, he would have he been in the ER. But he, he hurt himself. Like he had a big. I feel like Posey was probably doing some dumb shit. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Like trying to take it off a sweet jump. Yeah. Well, that's not. So, yeah, we'll do that with those so yeah. Anyway, send us an email, wimty, W-I-M-T-Y, dot podcast at gmail.com, and we'll send you some stickers. We'll also, uh, if we like it, we'll read <laughs> your email on the air. So, yeah, that's about all I have. Shane, you got anything else? No, man. All right, man, let's get to the show. Please join us in welcoming our friend, Casey Collins. From Boat Studios in Destin, Florida, it's the Whatever It Means to You podcast. It's something that most people don't like at first. With Jared Gramblin. I love my job, but I hate talking to people like you. And Shane Denton. White people, yay! We got a good one for you today! All right, and we're live. Casey Collins, what's Hi. up? Hey. Thanks for coming in. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Glad to... Glad to add to the uh, Collins clan as a staple of the whatever it <laughs> the means box to you. Set. That's right. <laughs> we'll get Theo on yeah. <laughs> pretty soon. Um, so yeah, we were just ta- we were talking about shows, and we'll just go ahead and transition right into that. Kelby started watching this new show, my wife, 
and she said that I guess Claire is a big fan of it as oh, well. Oh yeah, your daughter. Uh, it's called Riverdale. Yeah, it's based on the Archie comics yes. or something yeah. like that. Oh, and it's a sweet CW show. It is. <laughs> is that what that was? Because yeah. I was like, this is a soap opera. It oh, is yeah. kind of. It's like a teen soap opera, mm-hmm. but a lot of adults like it too. I mean, mm-hmm. I know a fair amount yeah. of adults yeah. <laughs> trying to make you feel better, Kelby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole CW series, they're all, they're all, like, so I even watch a lot, like Arrow and The Flash, and they're all like DC comics, but they're fucking soap operas. Oh, like, yeah. that's all they are. Yeah. Yes. Like dumbed down versions. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like the, a- the acting is like everything was one take. Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Dude, let's <laughs> keep moving. <laughs> keep moving. <laughs> they're all like that too. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I was, like, I just thought, and then uh, Luke Perry was in it, I noticed oh, as well. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. how's that going to end? Yeah, I don't know. They were in the middle of recording that season when he died, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you a fan of this show? I've only watched a couple episodes. Okay. Like, I had to check it out make sure it was cool for her to watch it. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's you still, that's a, thi- yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> so is that, would you say a lot of your, like, what, whatever you do watch on Netflix is kind of, like, like a good percentage of it is making sure that it's cool for the kids to watch? Uh, oh, no, I wa- definitely watch stuff that the kids cannot watch. <laughs> well, no, 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 but I would say, I would say like, a, like a, a good percentage yeah, of it is no, you checking I out always, other things. Yeah, I vet the stuff before mm-hmm. they, you know, really get into it. Especially, like, I have a seven-year-old, too, and he is you know, impressionable. (laughs) (laughs) So he loves uh, The Flash. That's his jam right now. Oh, The Flash is good. Yeah. The whole Arrowverse (laughs) thing is good. Yeah. You know nothing about that thing, huh? No. (laughs) I'm sorry. uh, The subject matter really isn't for me, but it's all right. I mean, he enjoys it, and it seems like a cool story. I'm a comic book nerd. Yeah. The Flash is dope. The Green Arrow is cool. Yeah. I just recently watched the movie Paddleton. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. It's got Ray Romano and Mark Duplass in it. Have you watched it yet? No. Yeah. I, I, I like Mark Duplass a lot. And for some reason, it was like, I think I watched it on a Thursday at like 1.30 in the afternoon, which never happens. I think like I just had a spot open. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's watch this. I've been wanting to watch this for a few months. And I've never like cried so hard in a movie. Oh, like, really? I was so <laughs> glad that no one was there. <laughs> like Kelby wasn't there. And like, I caught myself three different times like, what is going? <laughs> like it's so I'm not going to talk anymore like give away plot points but you should definitely watch it he, he, like, it's what, both R- both Ray the Romano, guys are great Ray Romano has cancer or something no uh, Duplass does oh okay yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's the gist of it and that, that, they're like kind of all each other has like neither one is married they're both like single middle aged dudes and like they live in apartments next to each other and then it goes from there oh. but they're just both so good at what they did that you actually like felt like you were there with them kind of in their journey but I don't know it was a it was a strange a strange uh, movie to watch. Let me run right out it. and watch this movie that's gonna make me cry. You're always now. looking for a, additional reasons to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, we've Casey, we've been friends for years now, and I, I just have to say, just with you and your husband, I have a just a gigantic amount of respect for the amount of things. That you all do, <laughs> well, thank you. like, and not just, but do well, you know. And you both are well respected, and and you do a great job. But also, you do that while while balancing out a uh, a large family, <laughs> and <laughs> so and many kind kids. of all that. Well, thank um, you. That's very kind of you. Yeah. So let's talk kind of a little bit about you know your, your about start. The and yeah, the yeah, for sure. All the things you do, <laughs> um, you know. Well, um, yeah, so I guess I'm going to kind of work in reverse a little bit, but I have just taken over this spring as the director of the Seafood Festival, the Destin Seafood Festival 
in October, but I actually kind of my start in my creative career came from the Destin Seafood Festival. So about 10, 11 years ago, I started sewing clothes and bedding and things for my kids. And um, I was pretty good at it. <laughs> like I got, I was, you know, well-received among friends and people were ordering stuff for me. So I set up a booth at the Destin Seafood Festival and I made it rain. It was <laughs> like I sold out of everything I brought there. So it was a great experience. What kind of items did you It have? was kids clothing. Sorry. Okay. It was all kind of kids clothing and accessories. And I worked for months to kind of build up enough inventory to sell there. I'd never really done anything like that before. So it was pretty neat. It was pretty awesome, too. And I made all my own patterns. Um, so I started designing at that point and, uh, yeah, just kind of continued to design, I guess, from there. So after a little while, you know, I decided designing children's clothes, there's, there's just not a whole lot of money. <laughs> like there's, they're tiny things, the kids grow out of them quickly. But I thought, trying to think bigger picture, like I would like to design things for adults and I would like to kind of move into more, I don't know, like higher, higher priced items, like more of a couture kind of line. Mm -hmm. So I started, um, I applied for South Walton Fashion Week and I showed collections, three collections at South Walton Fashion Week. In my last year, I was a finalist. So I was brought back. I think they had like 12, 15 designers. And I was brought back as like in the top five. Oh, nice. So it was pretty special. Like I don't have formal training as that, um, as a designer. And I really just some kind of a self-taught sewer and seamstress. So it was really amazing and a wonderful experience. And I ended up doing swimwear. Um, which is a lot of fun. You know, swimwear mm -hmm. is like half naked girls all the time <laughs> running around. And um, it's. I'd assume know. there's a lot of uh, freedom in that too, because you can kind of do whatever. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Lots of skin to work <coughs> with. Um, mm -hmm. And the pieces are all really tiny. So, you know, they have to fit well. And um, so it was actually, you know, challenging as a, as a sewer, but really fun to design. Um, and not a whole lot of competition in the handmade swimwear world, if you would imagine. Um, so that was really fun and I enjoyed it so much, but I kind of got to a point where I was like, I, what do I do with this now? Like I've got designs and I was selling some handmade stuff, but just not a whole lot. So I took, took a break, took a hiatus from that. And, um, that's when Theo came around. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Um, so we had a very surprise third child to my body <laughs> yeah yeah for, Fourth the, child for those for of you who don't family. know you have a little one named theo who's probably yes. he's what, 18 months now he's, or um, like yeah like almost 20 months now i think we're at the point we can stop counting the months <laughs> <at this point. laughs> yeah how does that work you after I is it after a year yeah, and a half yeah. normally I don't really, he's yeah, one and a half yeah he's one and a half we'll just go with that <clears throat> yeah. um but so when he came when he surprised us and arrived and blessed us <laughs> he um i I, just, I don't know. I just kind of lost my mojo a little bit. And I, I will get back to designing and creating because I think that really kind of feeds my soul. Um, but right now I'm on a break from that and I am working the seafood festival. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, sure. Now you also do, uh, you like teach fitness classes. Oh yes. Like I do. Like I've been doing that for about five years. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. Keeps me in shape. Mm -hmm. um, and I have some wonderful clients who have become friends now. So, What's your take special. on the CrossFit pull-up? What? We have like a reoccurring <laughs> thing on here about oh. the CrossFit pull-up. Oh, 
Oh, how, like, where you look like, like a dead fish. Yeah, where it looks like a fish. You know what I'm talking? Do you know the CrossFit? Oh, the pull-up? The, the butterfly. Wow. The butterfly. Yes, I do CrossFit too. <laughs> um, yeah, you know that's a weird thing. Yeah. I think we do a lot of strict pull-ups. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of strict pull-ups. I can't do many, but <laughs> I try them. I attempt them often. But yeah, I, that's a weird thing. I don't know. <laughs> It, it really does take a lot of skill, though, to be able to kind of fling your body up yeah. in that manner. I'm sure it helps, though, because you're creating momentum, right? So yeah, it's probably, yeah. an, once you have the form, it's probably an easier way of doing a pull-up. Uh, visual for all the folks at home. We're all kind of doing <laughs> no, this no, here no. in the studio. <laughs> we're all writhing around. around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what's up with the Seafood Festival? I mean, I know a little bit about it, but I just, to me... Uh, as an outsider who's not really involved in it, I just know that it's something that happens every October. We, we have some good bands come in, and there's a bunch of seafood that comes in. But that's about, you know, oh, man. the most that I know about there's it. so much. Where yeah. do we begin? <laughs> so um, the a lot of people do not know this, but the Destin Seafood Festival is a um, not-for-profit event. So the Destin Seafood Festival supports the Destin Charter Boat Association, and it's their main fundraiser for the year. Um, the DCBA is a super cool organization um, that all the charter boat captains, all the like commercial fishing captains in Destin are, are members of. And they do various projects in the community. I think a couple years ago they refinished the baseball diamond at the Destin Little League fields. Um, they give a scholarship every year to Miss Destin. Um, but the biggest thing that they do and the most investment of their time and money and effort is spent lobbying for fisheries management. So for instance, um, snapper season just started. Can I get an amen? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so they will go to Tallahassee or to Washington DC and lobby on behalf of all of the captains of all the, the, you know, the entire state, um, for our charter boat fishing industry. So for the length of, of the seasons and the management of the seasons and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So as you probably know, the fishing, charter boat fishing in Destin is a huge industry. I mean, it is a massive. Sure. Does it, doesn't Destin have the largest commercial fishing fleet in the U.S.? They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't, I, you know, I don't know where that <coughs> stat came from. Shane but might be able to figure that out and tell us. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it's really kind of amazing when you can see, I may have misspoke, not commercial fishing fleet, but for hire charter fishing, fishing I believe, yes, I believe that's the stat. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, that's all right. It's, uh, it's really cool to kind of get to know these guys and working with the seafood festival. I've been able to kind of immerse myself in this industry that, you know, I love to fish. I mean, I love to fish. Mm -hmm. If I was independently wealthy, I'd fish every day, every day. Um, (laughs) but I, uh, it's really neat to kind of get to know these captains and know, you know, how, what all goes into this, the seasons and the, all the fishing and the getting the captain's licenses and stuff. So it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. And I'm really proud to be working as you know, the director of this event that hopefully can bring them a lot of money this year. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, how does uh, you know how does the money like come in? You know, what's the main source of so revenue? So we have we have a few um, vendors. We have uh, arts and crafts vendors, like handmade, like I was. Um, we have some commercial vendors that come in. So, uh, like you know. Maybe if you have a rental property or some or rental properties, I guess uh, rental management company, I guess would be better. You can come in and kind of showcase your properties. We have um, people that uh, 
are propane vendors that have, you know, giant like propane fire pits and things. Um, And then there are, there's uh, food vendors. So we have some local food vendors. I think that would be ideal if we could have all local food vendors. Um, But, you know, some of them are local and some of them come, some of them are regional. Some of them are. Yeah, how do you, how would you do that? How would you, well, like, like give. I mean, are you allowed to give perks to local to try to influence? I I mean, we definitely want local vendors in Mm -hmm. our event. Um, The unfortunate part about it is the festival happens in October, the first weekend in October. So, the a lot of the big seafood vendors have don't have staff at that time. You know, they're they've released their summer staff, so they can't keeping up with the demand for the seafood festival just is not feasible. It's mm-hmm. not reasonable. But a lot of them do particip- participate. I mean, we have Brotulas has been out there every year. Um, Dewey Destin on the harbor. All of the restaurants on the harbor participate. Sure. Um, and we're really we've started something this year that's really cool where we have a board of directors. So we have a representative from each of the big properties on the har- in the harbor district, right on the harbor boardwalk, um, that are helping us kind of make decisions for the seafood festival. So they're they're invested in it now, and they want to participate. And they all want to participate, I think, always. But having a board of directors where we all kind of sit together gets us on kind of the same page, and we're able to, you know, just have the have a common idea of what what. We want to <laughs> well, do yeah. At least you, festival. at least you'll get to hear from them. Yeah, absolutely. In, in yeah, a, transparency is a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially just recently, even from starting this podcast, it's been amazing how many people come to me and and just want to talk about local issues. Just even when I'm not on here, uh, it's it's kind of yeah. strange, you know. Like <laughs> this, it's uh, because we, that's that's kind of what this has turned into is kind of, is showcasing our local area. Well, kind of what we have to end the personalities and. All the people who are involved in it. Um, so I, I would have to assume that that that's got to be a valuable thing to have those board members there. Absolutely. But uh, but also on the other hand, I can only imagine that those meetings can could, might might get squirrely a little bit every now and then. They uh they've been pretty cool so yeah. far. You know, in my limited experience, I think everyone's working really well together and. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I sort of feel like with me coming in, it's le- almost like a fresh start, a fresh beginning. I don't have any, you know, predisposed mm-hmm. <coughs> feelings about any of the properties. Yeah. Um, and But they're all really cooperative. I mean, they're wonderful. They host us basically for free. They let us use their property. So, you know, of course, we're very grateful and try mm-hmm. to – we want them to be happy. Um, but, yeah, as a director, it is it is interesting because I want my vendors to be happy. I want my properties to be happy. We have sponsors. That's another big, you know, source of revenue for us. Sponsorship, local sponsorship is huge, by the way. Yeah. We're accepting sponsors right now. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> yeah, how would one get in touch if they, um, they want to be a vendor or if they'd like to sponsor or something uh, like that? Info at com is my email, um, or you can go to our website. We have all of our all of my contact information is on there. But, um, yeah, we cannot make this event happen without, you know, community participation and community support, support from the businesses in town. Um we have 70,000, roughly 70,000 people that walk through the Seafood Festival every year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we spend all year trying to set up parking and get permits. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes work. It's not just, you know, we start working on it two weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's uh, – th- the community – 
participation in the event is, I mean, the most important part of the event, I think. Um, not only coming out to participate in the event, like walk around, buy things, enjoy the music, have a drink, have some seafood, but participate with your business. Participate, you know, please buy things from my vendors, please. <laughs> <laughs> we have some great vendors. Actually, like, that, I'm blown away by the talent of the arts and crafts vendors that I've seen so far this year. So it's gonna, it should be a really, really good event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Kelby just did that uh, that art thing right by the that boot camp place that she works at. Oh yeah, Redbird. Yes, I Redbird. Think it's called. Yeah, they should be a vendor. Yeah, you should reach out to them. <laughs> I think they should too. <laughs> no pressure, Redbird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just want to start calling people out. <laughs> you should have brought a list in. <laughs> I have grievances with the following people now. Um, yeah. That would be a cool thing out there. That would be, I'm trying to incorporate some, you know, not just walking around the festival and having cocktails and getting drunk and mm -hmm. whatever. I'm trying to incorporate some real, like, fun things for people to do. So yeah. interactive ways that people can, um, y you know, be introduced to sponsors. And um, I'm really working on boat, I'm trying to get boat. I'd love to have boat out there. Um, so hopefully so there's we'll go for a walk there's some this. really uh, <laughs> but you know, I have I have some a lot of cool ideas to you know incorporate vendors mm -hmm. into or incorporate sponsors into the flow of the festival instead of just uh, thank you for your money <laughs> thank you we appreciate it um, but really give them good exposure and let them kind of mm -hmm. you know make a name for their brand yeah so yeah yeah we did um, the first year that I ever worked with boat it was I think it was the first year of kind of their existence we did a we teamed up, up teamed up with Sweetwater Brewery and we did a, the first ever Sweetwater board oh yeah I remember that mm -hmm. and we actually had it out there at the seafood festival and we were selling raffle tickets and mm -hmm. all the proceeds went to the Emerald Coast Wildlife Refuge nice and I think in the two days we were there we took in like eight thousand dollars worth of raffle tickets for that board it was crazy oh wow it was insane and so so that money I mean there was there's no overhead because the board was already made all that stuff that was being donated so that money just went directly to the wildlife refuge oh, so that was another great. really cool yeah. way of having you know a local brand out there getting their brand awareness and everything but then also helping out another local charity yeah. at the same time yeah that's good yeah yeah uh, so what can we expect as far as like music goes this year with Ooh, the Festival? well um, AJ's has already booked AJ Gint okay Am I saying that right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Dan was talking to me a little bit about yeah. it. Talk about him a little bit. Uh, so he was the, you mean AJ Gint? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Or Dan, whatever. <laughs> you talking about Dan. I'll talk about Dan all day. He's my boyfriend. Um, he, uh, AJ Gint was the lead singer and lead guitarist in um, uh, Colonel Bruce Hampton's band. Okay. Um, and he's just kind of made a name for himself as a amazing guitarist um and performer i mean he's just really like a full-on like you go into church kind mm -hmm. of performance like he's really so we're really excited about that that's saturday night at the aj's jumbotron stage mm -hmm. and then yeah there's there's music going to be down at harbor walk on the harbor walk stage and then the boathouse will have a stage down there too Great. and then there might even be a few small smaller venues with like more singer songwriter kind of stuff okay. so um yeah good, uh, always really good music yeah. at the seafood festival yeah, yeah yeah for sure i remember one year we were uh shane and i were watching football down at, it was the year that they um it was the year that they actually tried to like charge admission at oh the yes festival. yeah <clears throat> and uh remember juan the burrito guy 
Yeah. Yeah, when they had their like special seafood burritos that we got at Red Door, and we had to have them pass them to us over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I think, that was the same year we went went, went down with boat because remember we 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 had the whole setup for the the, the board, but we forgot fishing rods. Oh. So we had like go get fishing rods. Remember when we were like walking down? Mm-hmm. They're like they were like, what are y'all doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like that's our thing. Like we got <laughs> fishing rods in the boat board. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I forgot about when they charge for it. I think it's important to note at this point, the Seafood Festival is a completely free event. It's mm-hmm. free to enter. It's free to watch all the music. Um, but several years ago, they were booking huge acts. So they were charging, I think it was nominal though, right? Like six, eight, like ten th- bucks? Five or ten. Like yeah. Something like that. I think it might have been a little more than that. Yeah, but the, well, the thing is, we, we live in a strange area. Like, if you were in Atlanta and you went to a bar and said, can I get the local discount? <laughs> they'd, they'd tell you what they'd you could do to you. yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a strange thing living here. Like, no one wants to pay for anything. Like, if you do a $5 cover, you bring a big band in, and you do a $5 cover, and people throw a fit. Oh, yeah. Whereas if you went to Atlanta and saw that same band or something, you'd be paying fifteen, twenty dollars, and t- fifteen or twenty to park too. Sure, and it's just a thing. It's just a really strange thing about our area. Like I love it here and everything, but th- there's, there's, there is kind of like this mindset to where if if you live here, there should be privilege that comes with that. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. I mean, sure, the seafood festival probably should be free. I think you know, obviously you do as well because <laughs> you're running that. Um, well, you know, we spend a lot of money on logistics. We spend a lot of money on power. Mm-hmm. Um, insurance is huge. Um, so we yeah, tents obviously are very expensive. You know, there's just porta potties, um, garbage, and waste removal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, there's a significant cost to us, and we have to cover that. But uh, you know, I don't think. I, I love that the Seafood Festival is free. I think it encourages more people to come down there and spend money with the properties and spend money with my vendors, which mm. is essentially what I want them to do. Um, you're probably going to have to pay to park, though, and people are upset about that, and they get upset about it, and I get it. I mean, I'm a I'm a 30-plus-year local Destinite, and I don't want to pay to park either, but unfortunately, the Destin Seafood Festival is not charging you to park. It's the other people, the other properties. like The Destin's, actual property owners. Yeah, yeah the yeah. property owners are charging you to park. We are not. Um, but we will have shuttle buses running. We'll have one from the um, convention center on Okaloosa Island, um, and then we, shall, we will have at least two properties in Destin um, where we can do parking. Um, the Bells... Bells and Bells Outlet parking mm. lot, um, kind of near Walmart, and Big Kahuna's has given us uh, property. Oh yeah, because they'll be closed. Cool. Actually, they will be open this what? year, so it'll be kind of weird. But they're letting us use a portion of their the oh, okay. the top portion of their parking lot. Oh, cool. But yeah, for the first time ever, they will be open. So yeah, good for you, Big Kahuna's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you hear that? Don't so don't pay for parking if you don't yes. have to. Yes, um, don't pay for parking. Ride our shuttle buses. It'll clear up congestion on the roads where it's already a hot mess. Can we mm. talk about that for a minute? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's been going yeah. on for a while. I mean, it is. That, that's been uh, that's been my least favorite part. Like, I love being in this room. It's it's so much different. Like, I love the higher it's ceilings. Really Thank you. Uh, we're very very excited to be but here. It's but a bitch to get yeah, here. every time we have to drive here, I'm like, wow, how do people like? I don't understand how people drive this every day. Did and you it's guys not get that caught in that, in that gas leak 
or the gas line that was cut situation? No. Wasn't that just, over here? Just somewhere? right now? No, like or a couple oh. last week, one day, mm-hmm. a gas line was cut and they um, shut off the road between the county line and like Holiday Road. Oh, no, what? that would have messed no, us up pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they routed everyone down to uh, old 98, which I'm sure was yeah. really fun. Yeah. I miss, you know, I, I used to go hang out on old 98 all the time and I just haven't anymore yeah i know it used to be such a cool spot there was actually a place called theo's pizza back there that i used to oh, go get yes. pizza at. do you remember yeah. theo's pizza we know theo actually <laughs> yeah yeah and wasn't um wasn't like there wasn't a professional football player like part owner of that as well uh, like like Stephen mm, nair or something like know. that or maybe i'm hmm. uh, i remember theo's yeah theo's pizza was good i used to go out there and then of course everyone would go to whale's tail hang out at whale's tail as well yeah. for the like the beach and stuff but uh, but yeah yeah no we didn't get we didn't get caught in in the in the gas the gas leak. <laughs> the gas the great gas leak of 2019. <laughs> um, so I think before the seafood festival happens, the construction is moving so west of where we are right now, so toward the Destin Bridge. Um, so all of Destin pretty much will be a construction zone, but they have agreed to suspend all of that during the seafood festival. So okay. We are extremely. Wow, you're all, so you're doing everything. You're even talking <laughs> with road construction. Oh man, we are. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into this. I mean, it's a like a yeah. year long job. Well, and th- th- I'd assume that this is probably the, the biggest uh, like festival that you've been a part of, especially like heading and stuff yeah. like that. So it's probably a great experience for you, assuming that that's something you want to be getting into anyway. Yeah. You know? Um, I have done big event planning before. I worked with the um, uh. Emerald Coast Poker Run. I was the director of the Emerald Coast Poker Run for a couple years, and I served on their board for a couple years. Um, I've done other like kind of big events too, just in a marketing capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is by far the biggest one that I've ever done. Yeah. But it's. I mean, it's cool. I'm really. I'm really just trying to kind of use the format that was in place at least for this year, and then maybe make some changes for next year. But the people that have been doing this have put a lot of you know, work and effort into this format. Um, so I don't, who am I to come in, change <laughs> things up? Yeah, um, just yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I need to get one under my belt before yeah. I, you know, make any kind of big changes, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. What else is going on? What else do you want to talk about? Mm, well, I feel like we should talk about our trip. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Jared and I just got back from a long trip to Colorado. That's right. Uh, maybe we, not long, but maybe it, not long it, enough. It was. Yeah, I, I had a great time. It, it was, was awesome. Good. We, uh, myself and uh, and my wife and Casey and Dan decided that we were going to go see Wolfpack at Red Rocks uh, on my birthday. Yes. Yeah. Your it was the, the the show was actually on your birthday, and then it was Dan's birthday the following day, the, uh, the day after the following two yeah. days later. So we're gonna go out there. Uh, right when we show up, we're, we're staying with with Casey's dad, who I became quite good buds with. Uh, Besties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a good one. Um, I don't know what were your what were the highlights of the trip uh, to you? I mean, we did some hiking. Mm-hmm. Not not a whole lot of big hikes, but we did a fair amount of smaller. Yeah, the thousand stairs. The thousand stairs. Are yeah. <laughs> that was a big deal. <laughs> um, yeah. We went up to Rocky Mountain National Park. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, hike the lake. Hike the lake. We uh, got to see some mooses. Meese. Meese. Yeah, oh, that, that was like the funniest part because uh, 
Casey's dad, his, his name's Dan. We'll call him, uh, we'll just call him Murphy for, well, this, no, this is all going <laughs> to. I know, Pops. We're riding through, We I think the highest elevation we got up to was like 10,000 feet maybe. Yeah, I think we just got right yeah. over 10,000 feet, uh, right on the, and we, we did this hike around uh, a lake, which was kind of sketch because it, it had recently snowed, but the snow was really packed in, so it was still icy, so we're all just kind of slipping and around. It was like 60 degrees, so the snow was melting, so <laughs> yeah. it was like, yeah. yeah, it was sludgy. And we're heading back down the mountain, and uh, Pops said, uh, you know, these people, they'll see an animal, and they'll just stop. And then I swear, 30 <laughs> seconds later, there's there's a car stopped and two moves there. Casey's like, stop! <laughs> you better let me out of here. I got to get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so so we were those people that stopped right in the middle of the, the only I mean, road in and out. Yeah. Of it the, was spectacular, though. I mean, yeah. they were huge. Mm-hmm. They were enormous. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I mean, really, I haven't. I haven't seen a moose since I lived in Alaska, and I forgot, like, their their heads are... They're huge. Yeah, I, I wish, of course, For the listeners home, can't see Jared how... Jared is gesturing with <laughs> yeah. both of his hands. About three feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that was great. We drink every single juicy, hazy yeah, IPA. Yeah, a lot of juicy, <laughs> hazy IPAs. Um, some tequilas. Um... Yeah. I mean, Red good. Rocks. We went to a Rockies what? game. Oh, yeah. Rockies uh, did game. Did you? Yeah. yeah. That's rad. We got to ride the uh, <laughs> the ride home, which oh. sticks out to me. <laughs> the ride home on the public transportation after we had been drinking all day. Casey had just discovered the gender swap. <laughs> the gender swap on Snapchat. Oh. Um, so, and also, this was the same week that um, Colorado decriminalized mushrooms. So we're riding home after many, many drinks that day. And I'm sure everyone thought we were probably enjoying <laughs> on, on mushrooms. Mushroom. mushrooms yeah. changing we faces. Laughed, we laughed so hard the whole time home. You know, For all the listeners at home, we were not on mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. <clears throat> That's what I've had several people ask me that since I came back on the trip. Like, do you do mushrooms? It's like you can't go to gas stations and buy mushrooms. <laughs> like they're just decriminalized. Like if you get caught with them, you don't have to worry about going to jail. Like that's. That's the thing. Shane, I got to find you Jared's picture, his gender swap picture. So <laughs> I good. Dan's was the best. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Your dad has a beautiful house, too. It's, it overlooks this pasture. And it almost like you're looking out this big window at the pasture in the mornings. Um, oh, you're busted. <laughs> you look busted. <laughs> I was. I need so to kind of has a I want you to send a that to me. I'm going to post that. <laughs> Yeah, I know you still got a, you got like a weird <laughs> neck beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gorgeous! Yeah, <laughs> his eyes. I like the smoky eye. Uh, he looks just like my daughter, <laughs> my husband. Like the the gender swap did not get rid of his beard, but he also looks <laughs> just like our beautiful daughter, which is bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we had we had a really awkward moment at a microbrewery where this lady, there were three people working, and this <laughs> this one girl comes up and it, it turned the whole vibe really sour really quick because like the bartender was pouring a beer and this she came up and I think she said something like, "Go ahead and clock out, and get out of here, you're cut <laughs> with that kind of with that yeah. kind of attitude or that something." Was very, I was like, it was a very tense. And then situation. she started like the bartender started crying, <laughs> and so we're sitting at this bar. There's like I mean, six we're of like us, two feet away from them. <laughs> it was very. Tense. And they're like she's screaming at her, yeah, with like us between, like her screaming yeah. at one of her employees. Um, 
So yeah, it was yeah. really uncomfortable. But that was the same day we got to see Josh Blackburn. That's right. From uh, who played in Destin mm-hmm. for a long time. He was playing at a little a little bar, I guess. Yeah, in Littleton. Yes, in Littleton. Little they had Littleton. Um, mm-hmm. lots of. Mimosas. <laughs> That's right. Limited, bottomless mimosas. So I remember most of it. <laughs> yeah, and there was this. Uh, I think she was eighty-seven. Oh my gosh, she was the cutest. This, this was this probably a- the m- biggest highlight of the trip. Yeah, this eighty-seven-year-old and her daughter were in there. It was Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like we need to add that. And and they were they were drinking beers and smoking cigarettes and and oh, doing yeah. their dances yeah. like yes. to the music and everything oh my gosh. and just they the sweetest so, they yeah. were so sweet to each other they were chatting with us she was really cute well the first part of the conversation she came up to me and she's like i just ordered jacks and i was like huh <laughs> and she's like the game jacks I was like, oh. like the, we were like, like where you throw the, yes, yeah, you the bounce ball. the ball yeah. and you pick up. And she's like, yeah, we're going to start playing jacks. She was and like, she isn't was that wild? <laughs> I mean, she was so thrilled about it. She was really <laughs> about very excited. Amazon purchase of jacks. Oh, I thought you were saying you can like do it at the bar. No, no they had just, no. That's, she, that was she, the way she introduced herself. She like ordering them oh, on oh, okay. the phone <laughs> on Amazon, but mm-hmm. she was very excited. Yeah. Dan almost killed us. He missed a stop sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, to be, fair, <laughs> to, 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 to be fair, there was no, there was a stop sign, but there was no line uh, on the road, mm. so you couldn't even see the That's stop sign. That's how they do it in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we had a good time. We did. I think I'm, I think I might have spoken a little bit about the Wolfpack show on here already, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. I've never seen um, so much smoke in my life, <laughs> so that was pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I can't I can't wait to go back and do it again. Unfortunately, I was I think I might have mentioned this as well. Kelby had to stay home with a sick pup, so I already have to reschedule. Like I mean, that's already a thing. I think that just means we have to do it again sure. soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just start watching that Red Rocks calendar. Yeah. Until <laughs> until the next time. You're you're like I'm a Red Rocks. I'm gonna take you to vet, panic though. at Red Rocks. Oh Jesus! I, I won't be there. <laughs> I won't. I, I thought about that. How much someone would have to pay me to do that? I mean. You would not go to Red Rocks to see Panic? No. No, that would be the, the worst place to see It's great. I, and I've, I've tried to, I've tried to like, hang back. because so, like, <laughs> You're trapped in that shit. You can't just walk to the side. <laughs> There's a lot of people that I'm very fond of that are really into Panic. So I've tried to kind of ease back on my dis- distaste for Panic. But even again this year when we saw him at 420 Fest, like, I was like, okay, let's try to watch him. I've tried to watch Panic several times. And I, j- I can't get more than five minutes in. I'm like, okay, I want to go do something else. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I don't know what it is. All I don't right. know. I've tried, though. I really have. I've made an honest attempt, and it just doesn't, you know. But it's no, okay. To, to each their own, <laughs> you know. So I'm sure that there's some things that I'm into that people would be striper. like, well, that's I trash. heard you saw a striper I the did. other day. How was that? <laughs> oh, did you? Did you see him in the Yeah, I went and saw a striper. Of course I did. Yeah. Uh, he was... Okay, so I think the singer's name is Michael Sweet, and he w- he got really sick like two days beforehand and had to go to like a, an emergency doctor in Nashville and had to get his throat scoped and everything and like severe severe swollen vocal cords. He thought he was gonna need surgery, but they were like, no, you don't need surgery. You just need rest. So he only sang thoughts and prayers. Like twenty five. <laughs> what's up? Yeah, thoughts. And prayers. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I'm not. I, I grew up. I li- like Striper was one of the first bands that I really remember listening to a lot. Like like in second and third grade, because my brother was so into them. For people who don't know, Striper is a Christian metal band. And before we went to the show, we were having a, a beer over at Hopjacks, 
And my brother was like, I wonder if we'll be able to like catch a Bible. And I said, wait, what? And they actually have, they have little New Testaments. Fuck you. That, I swear <laughs> to God, they have little New Testament Bibles that they put the Striper logo on. No, really? <laughs> I swear to they God. Throw them out? Yeah, yeah, Google it. Yeah. They put the Striper, and they come out, when they come out on stage, they're throwing Bibles Stop. out to the crowd. I swear. I promise. Was this at Vinyl? Mm-hmm. Were yeah. they selling drinks? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. We had some drinks. We had some Michelob Ultras. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't catch a Bible. However, I did catch a pick. Oh. Uh, Oz Fox, their guitar player, uh, threw, out a, threw out a pick. And then their bass player, I forget his name, but he actually was the original bass player for a band called Firehouse. I don't know if you've ever heard of Firehouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, they wrote that song. Where like that was. did I go wrong? Is that the one? No, that's... Uh, <laughs> I'm just making up songs over That's here. the fray. Oh, it is. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. It was it's around not, the same time, It's not it? Lifehouse either. Uh, no, Firehouse, uh, uh, they did that song, and that was all she wrote. You know, uh, bye, I'm need you bye, to sing a baby, more. bye, bye. <laughs> seven. Anyway, so he was the original the bass player. For this was like the 90s, right? The late 80s, or? early 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, But yeah, the Striper show was... It was. I had a good time. Good. It was strange though. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like just they were so still who, wearing. What's the clientele at a striper show? Like oh who, well, who, I saw who's <laughs> attending. I saw Brandon Day. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm like, yeah, dude, totally. I'm totally makes sense to see you here, you know. But he was freaking out because the guy that was with him was not having a good time. Like he was a grumpus. And I was like, yo, what's the deal with your friend? And I guess the band that played before Striper, they were, they were part of some fundraiser. So they had one of those big checks, one of those giant checks. Oh, yeah. And they threw the check out <laughs> in the crowd and hit him in the fucking face. Oh, no. And, like, like, cut his forehead what? or something. Yeah, so Brandon was pissed. His buddy was pissed. And, like, I... I had already had a couple drinks, and I wasn't expecting him to say the reason that his friend was mad was because of a giant check. So I couldn't comprehend what he was talking about. He's like, yeah, he got hit in the head with a giant check. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, none of it made sense. And so finally I got it out of him that that's what he was talking about. But Vinyl's done such a great job with that. I mean, you've, you've seen several shows oh, there, yeah. right? Like, you recently saw, what, Matt and Kim? And we saw Matt and Kim. Yeah. We've seen, we saw Future Islands sure. together. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, they do such um, a good job. Yeah, Dan took our daughter Clara to see They Might Be Giants there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember They Might Be Giants. How does, what does Clara's take on They Might Be Giants? Oh, she loves them. Great. Oh, man, yeah. She's really... Yeah, like Particle Man. And total nerd. Istanbul, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, did, they did a bunch of... Um, uh, like TV show intros. Yeah, they yes, would do they like did. cartoons yeah. and stuff too. Yeah. yeah, lots of them. I can't think of one right now, but uh, I, I think they did like <laughs> I, I want to say like Malcolm in the Middle. They did. Oh, like, they did. Um, yes. Oh, they did all kinds of stuff. I'm trying to find like real quick. There's like a whole list. They d- they've done a lot because we did this for like trivia one time. We were uh, we do a music round and we were doing this and I was like, it's just all they might be giants. They they've done like yes, thirty yeah. TV shows. It's crazy. Yeah, you're gonna have to come defend your title. <laughs> your, your trivia title when you and Dan came in there and beat a bunch of teams that were rolling eight and nine deep. I mean, I think it's Dan and his music <laughs> knowledge. He's <laughs> the what's the guy that just lost on Jeopardy? Did you see that he lost oh, like that. one day shy? No, he no he was he lost um, like forty five days shy, but in that in in only like the thirty or whatever days that he was there, <clears throat> he. Was like forty grand shy. Oh, of, yeah, that's what of it was. Yeah, Ken Ken's uh, 
total. He won like 1.5 or 1.4 million dollars. Yeah. Crazy. So he could have surpassed it the day because that he, he lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. He also had the highest uh, single day total. He won like 161k in one day of Jeopardy. I mean, that's amazing. That's I saw crazy. an interview yeah, with th- him. Yeah. Think about that. 161k. I didn't even know there was that much money on the board. No shit. That means he just swept. Yeah. Like, that's everything. just that. And then, like and then bet game. and then bet, bet yeah. it all. Yeah. He just swept it. He was Crazy. very gracious, though. I saw an interview with him this morning, and he was like, you know, if I had to lose, I lost it to somebody that had a near-perfect game that, mm-hmm. you know, is an elite player, and, hmm. you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Is so Alex Trebek cool. still hosting? He is. As right now, okay. yeah. Is there any update on that? Is he still, I mean. No. He he is, he's starting to I heard the other. Stuff, d- well, I heard the other day that he was doing rather well, considering, like, the yeah. size of his tumors had shrunk. And, oh, uh, great. I don't know if that's I'm, sh- I'm sure he's getting the, the best, uh, I'm sure he's getting the best care uh, possible. He was just yeah. on the cover of something like People or something like yeah. that, and I didn't, I didn't read the article. But hmm. I mean, if he's doing that, he's working. He's doing interviews. Yeah, our friend Ron just uh, took the Jeopardy test, and he said he did. Like he definitely made one of the higher scores on there. So oh, really? Might be seeing one of our buddies on there. Nice. We'll see. He's based out of Atlanta, so I'm sure that that if there is like I don't know if there's specific tryouts or whatever, but I'm assuming they'd go through Atlanta. Um, it's like Family Feud. Whenever oh, we yeah. have to go to Atlanta to try out, yeah. you should do Family Feud. <laughs> we should. I have plenty of children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, but you'd have to like pick one to stay. Like, yeah. one, one would be allowed to go I on. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many families have been destroyed by Family Feud. You know, yeah, you got to pick the smartest take- or the most. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jared, we're taking Matt. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, I'd be pissed. If my family was going to be on Family Feud, they told me that I was I yep. didn't make the cut. Did you? I saw the Kardashians on it when they were doing like the uh, famous people mm-hmm. Family Feud or whatever, and I was kind of surprised that <laughs> who all they let on and who they didn't let on. Yeah. So they let it was like the mom and Kim. I don't know. I don't know all the Kardashians mm-hmm. real well, but <laughs> but yeah. It was, you know, one of those Kardashians had her feelings hurt, I'm sure. Yeah. Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's not actual, that's not actually the Kardashian? Um, I think, I don't know. Isn't there a conspiracy about one of them not actually being a Kardashian? Or, like, 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 or one like, of them being OJ's baby or something? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know heard, about that. I'm just that, making that up. Or no, did I hear that, that like on a comedy skit or something? No, that was Meech and... and, and uh, <laughs> okay, uh, that, yeah, that was another guy. were talking about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've really descended is. here. <laughs> oh, that's how it normally happens. The, oh, we normally yeah. have our things that we hit, and, and then, then we once we great, do, we and just then we start. Just <laughs> but uh, uh, it, working with transitions, full circle, <laughs> the Kardashians are coming to the Seafood Festival. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, but I know. I knew Family Feud was coming. All right, they're going to be in Mobile September fifteenth and sixteenth. If you want to go try out. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you should do it. I think you should put it on your calendar. September fifteenth and sixteenth. Uh, I might do that. Also, that is listeners, less than a month before the Seafood Festival. Yeah. October fourth through sixth. <laughs> <laughs> Plug it. Yeah. So, so real quick before we go. Um, if someone wants to be a vendor, you you take what I mean. If you make things, if you, um, you know. yeah, I would say you know not everyone on earth would be part of our. We're, we don't have a super strenuous like cat or uh, like a vetting process. Know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if somebody wants to be a vendor, talk to me and we'll we'll see w- if we can fit you in. 
I'd love to have you. Yeah. So get in touch with me through the website, through yep. Facebook, social media, you know. Yep. And same way with sponsors? Same way with sponsors. Mm-hmm. Call me. I'll come yeah. see you. I'll take you to lunch. That's info at destinseafoodfestival.com. Sweet. Awesome. Casey, you got anything else? No, I don't think so. Good. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Sure. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Shane, you got anything? Cool. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Casey. We will see you all next week. My heart was always telling me how I felt. My car was always telling me to put on my seatbelt. The stop sign is always telling me to stop. And half a mile later, I get the same thing from that car. The world is always telling me what to do. Don't your breath until your face turns blue don't drink don't smoke don't do crack cocaine don't jump without a parachute out of a plane don't drink your craft beers through your plastic straws don't support gun rights or gun control laws don't go to a funeral pretending you're dead don't name your kid richard if your last name's head don't go up in the dirigible or down with the ship don't request wagon wheel if you're not gonna tip there's a whole lot of don'ts but there's one big dude Pod.